Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. I am so excited for today's show because we have not one, but two special guests, the incredibly hilarious Mary Holland and the phenomenal singer Alex Boniello. But that's not all. We've also got weird pets, overconfident thieves, reality TV shows, turkey bacon, foot cheese, valuable books, and more. And it's all coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin featuring Peter, Skokie and Joliet, Illinois also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met and, as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Another beautiful morning under the sea, and everybody's up to something fun. Me, 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 me. Megan's doing her vocal warm-ups. Oh, no, I was just listing all of my favorite people. Eric is cooking 12 pounds of turkey bacon. It's bacon made of turkey. And I'm doing a new type of yoga I invented, Rolo yoga. Oh, is Rolo yoga when you sit on a beanbag chair eating ice cream and watching a video of people doing yoga? Because that's what you're doing. Oh, and apparently Rachel is judging people this morning. (laughs) I just say it like I see it. Hey, everyone. Is it just me, or is there a reality TV show crew setting up inside our ship? I think you're right. I see a bunch of lights and cameras and, uh, sledgehammers? I was wondering why there was a hair and makeup crew in the hull. They gave me this snazzy new bowl cut. Cute. Cute! But why would a reality TV show crew be setting up on our ship? And how did they get here? No, wait, never mind. I don't want to know. Nimini, you've been awfully quiet this morning. Something weighing on your soul? Well, I may have submitted us to be contestants on Spiff Your Ship. And judging by that producer over there in the corner having an emotional breakdown, it looks like we've been selected. What on earth is Spiff Your Ship? 
Did somebody say, what on earth is Spiff Your Ship? Hi, I'm Whimsy Pepperdime, host of Spiff Your Ship, the top-rated ship makeover show under the sea. We turn submarines from drab to fab. Nice to meet you. Trust me, the pleasure's all yours. You see, I take floating pieces of crud like your ship here and turn them into buoyant beacons of prized perfection. But I don't understand. Our ship is perfect just the way it is. Right, everyone? <sighs> Thanks for having my back, crickets. I like this ship. Yeah, no, you're right. I just I just think a few aspects could be spiffed, you know, just to, just to take it to its maximum potential. I, I guess you're right. Like our rudder, it's completely rotted through. And there is a small family of raccoons living in our movie theater room. They're friendly. But they're there. Our couches smell like foot cheese. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. I guess a little spiffing couldn't hurt. Not a little. A lot. By the time I'm done, your barfalicious barge will be completely unrecognizable. I'm going to burn this clunker to the ground, and from the ashes, a great phoenix will rise. And by phoenix, I mean a stunning mid-century modern eclectic ship with contemporary flair and a hint of early 1960s brutalism. Obvi. Do we all have a discussion about this? Just don't worry about it, okay? Spiff your ship is amazing. And I'm sure Miss Pepperdine won't change anything without our permission. Attention! Attention, everyone. All story pirates must evacuate the ship immediately. You have zero say in this ship's spiffery. Roll cameras, people. I'm a whimsy Pepperdine, and I'm gonna spiff this ship! Good line. Work hard and never give up on your story. I made it up and it sounds funny. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The story pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. I didn't realize that Whimsy Pepperdine was evacuating us to an underwater spa. I'm so relaxed, I don't even care that she might be reorganizing my precious soup closet as we speak. I just still feel a little bit worried. Uh, don't be. A spiffed ship makes for a spiffed story pirate. That's a saying I just made up. <laughs> okay, okay, how about we just do a story to get our minds off of the ship? Yeah, okay. well, yes, oh, yeah. that's a good idea. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi. I'm Noah. I live in New York, and I'm five years old. This is my story, The Boy Who Has an Ice Cube. Wanted a pet like a dog or a cat. But mom and dad said you can't have that No furry friends in this house and that's a rule Their law was clear and I had to obey But still I thought there must be a way Open the freezer and I pulled out something cool My pet ice cube is thrilling my pet ice cube is chilling My 
carpet Ice Cube is here to play My cute frisky and frozen It's the friend that I've chosen My bed straight from the freezer tray And I named it Jenny Panic the Canic Panic Canic Jenny Panic the Canic Panic Canic Jenny Panic the Canic Panic Canic That's a really weird name I know A block of ice is a kid's best friend We'd laugh and play till the day would end Slipping and sliding, fetching in the flurry Hey, this is so much fun! Our days were packed with the best ice capades We'd sled and skate with no need for blades Better than any normal pet that's furry That's what I've been saying! But one cold day as the rain turned to sleet my mom and dad, they turned up the heat The house got warm and my cube started to worry My pet ice cube is sweating From the thermostat setting My pet ice cube's becoming blue Jenny panics a canic, panic, canic, ice cube don't melt away. I'll try. All of a sudden a big bollyon appeared floating in the sky. It flew down and tied up my family. Oh no, where did this yarn come from? We were stuck, we were wrapped, we were trapped. I gave a tearful goodbye. But then my ice cube showed up. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hi, Noah. Hi. Can you tell me how you got the idea for your story? I got it because I made it up and it sounds funny. It does sound funny. Do you have a pet ice cube? No. So if you had a pet ice cube in real life, what would you do with it to play? You could probably, like, play fetch with it. But we don't have a soccer ball. Oh, can you use a different kind of ball? Uh, no, because it doesn't have a ball. But maybe we could get it one. 
We could go to a pet ice cube shop and say like, excuse me, do you have any toys or balls for pet ice cubes? Yeah. Yeah, but what if they don't have any? Uh, I mean, maybe we can just buy a ball that they have for a different kind of animal. But, but how will it use it if it's for a different animal? I mean, a ball's a ball, right? Oh, no, because it's just a ball. So how will we be a ball ball? Yeah. How could you be a ball ball if you're just a ball? How would they know that they're getting sold away? Oh, well, maybe we could just tell them. But they don't have ears. They can't hear us. Maybe we could build them ears. But we don't have enough construction workers. But maybe we could ask a construction worker if we can borrow them. But they don't know how to borrow. Maybe we could get a cube then instead. But there is no cube. No? No! They have zero cubes. They took all of the cubes. The only thing they have left is a marshmallow. Well, maybe we can use the marshmallow, and the ice cube can play fetch with the marshmallow. But it's rotten. It's a rotten marshmallow? Yeah, no one wants to eat rotten marshmallow. But, like, will the ice cube really know the difference between a regular marshmallow and a rotten one? No. So let's just use the rotten marshmallow. But the marshmallow is sticky, and it's way high up on the top shelf. No one can reach that high. Oh, are you kidding me? know. you're kidding me. I do have a question what's happening in your ship right now. Right now, I'm just hanging out in my room, talking to you. Maybe one day we can come and visit. Oh, I would love that. Could we all have dinner together? Yeah. Come and have some pizza. Oh, yeah, we could have pizza. Do you know what kind of pizza I would serve you? What? Ice cube pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Noah, that was such a fun conversation we had. We were just like making stuff up. Thanks for talking to me today. Thanks for talking to me. Noah, I'm going to go take my ice cube for a walk now. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye, Noah. What a great story. That story was incredible. Now, where is Whimsy? Do you think we can take these blindfolds off? Yeah, I can't see or smell anything. Rollo White. Story Pirates. Welcome back. You had fun at the spa, I hope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. totally. It was great. I took a bunch of these cucumber samples with me. Peter, those were for your eyes. Um, sure, Megan. And how would my eyes eat cucumbers? <laughs> they barely have mouths. Shh. Please, stop talking. It's time for the big reveal. So we can take these blindfolds off? Not quite yet. I'm going to do my intro into the camera, and then we'll film you seeing your new and improved ship for the first time. Okay. Quiet on set, people. We're live in three, two, one. Action. Hi, I'm Whimsy Pepperdime, and you're watching Spiff Your Ship. When I arrived at the Story Pirates ship and experienced firsthand what a flaming inferno of garbage it was, I thought to myself, Whimsy, you have your work cut out for you. I also thought, what disgusting vile creatures could possibly stand to live here? I also thought, yikes. And I also, also thought, ugh, bleh, ugh, yuck, 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 yuck. Okay, come on. Yeah, wait, I'm I'm a huge fan, but do you have to talk so negatively about our ship? Actually, yes, it's part of my creative process. Now, time for the big reveal. Remove your blindfolds in three, two, one. Whoa! Welcome to your new ship. 
Everything is made of chrome. <laughs> That's right. No more rotted wood. You took down all our artwork and photos and decor. Cleaner that way. The pool is a giant water fountain now. Your pool was dirty. Now it's just for a show. But you can't swim in it. Pools should be for your eyes. Also, I took out all the foot cheese couches and replaced them with rock-hard marble benches. Oh, wow. These are so uncomfortable. You'll also notice a plasma screen TV on every wall. Wait a minute. Where are our books? I uploaded them to the cloud and then shredded them. <gasps> Except for this one shelf where I tastefully displayed the books backwards so you can only see the pages. Now that's design. So what do you think? Um, well... Say it into the camera. Well, uh, it's definitely shiny. Yes, I would say shiny and also new. Okay, but do you like it? Actually, Peter, Rolo, Rachel, Nimini, um, can I talk to you all in private about something that has nothing to do with, you know, whether we like or loathe our newly made over ship? Okay, huddle up, huddle up, everybody. I don't know how to say this to Whimsy, but I kind of hate the new ship. Same. Is it sort of, like, too nice? It's way too nice. Also, call me old-fashioned, but I like to hold a book in my hands. Okay, I hate to say I told you so, but <laughs> I did tell you a so. Our old ship was a little rough around the edges, but that's what made her unique and lovable. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry, everybody. I just... Wanted a little spiffing. But you're right. This is overkill. I can hear every word you're saying. You're mic'd. And clearly, you don't understand style when it's staring you right in the face. I even trashed that tired old wooden steering wheel. Wait, you got rid of our Viking steering wheel? That piece was a relic. It could have been in a museum. Is that what they're calling the dump these days? I can't hold my tongue anymore. This new ship is the worst. I should have never brought you here. Oh my, I'm suddenly feeling very upset. <laughs> oh no, I have this condition where every time I see Nimini get upset, I also get upset. Oh no, I have the same condition, except for me, it's whenever Peter gets upset. I just... <laughs> I don't have that condition, but now the majority of my friends are upset, so I'm gonna fold to peer pressure. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... J just go to... Jeez, uh, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website, Carnegie 
Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, John Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Story Pirates, clearly Spiff Your Ship is not the right show for you. I craft perfection, spatial reasoning, decorative charm. What you all want is... Lovable mediocrity. Exactly. I can't give you that. But I know someone who can. Did somebody say Peg Blunder? No. Oh. Well, I'm Peg Blunder, Whimsy's identical second cousin, and I'm the host of Biff Your Boat, the only reality TV show shot on a flip phone. My whole deal is that I have bad taste and I make things worse. So, if your ship is too spiffed up for your liking, well, let's get biffin'. Are you two really related to each other? Oh, yeah, we're identical second cousins. Oh, we are not identical cousins. Oh, okay, we're similar nieces. No, 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 we, no, we're not. All right, all right, get out of here, whims. You don't have to tell me twice. Skidoo! Scoop! Anyway, so, how exactly would you like your boat biffed? Maybe add some dust bunnies, a couple bowls full of random electronic cords, some piles of paper, 
How do you feel about old dusty rugs and a decorative sign that says, in this house, we eat beans? Personally, I kind of miss the rotted wood. That's great. I love a wall that's seen better days. And we want our old steering wheel back. I never thought I'd hear myself say it, but I just can't stop thinking about the foot cheese couches. The essence of foot and cheese combined in a piece of furniture I recline on. <laughs> Peg, I need that back in my life. Mm-hmm. Rotted wood. Okay, more foot cheese couches. That sounds easy enough. Just put on these blindfolds. It's time for me to fire up some tools. Huh. What does this thing do? Here we go! All right, time for the big reveal. Remove your blindfolds. Wow, that is mediocre. I turned the fountain back into a pool with a couple of dead bugs floating in it. Replaced the marble benches with couches covered in tomato sauce stains. And I fished your old Viking steering wheel out of the garbage, but I didn't clean it. Willie! Huh? What? Like you've never named the steering wheel before. Wow, Miss Blunder, how can we ever thank you for all this? I guess all that's left to say is goodbye. Goodbye? <laughs> well, what are you talking about? I'm staying right here. No, that's the trade-off. You see, I biff your boat, and you let me live on it until my next gig comes along. Uh, when does your next gig come along? Oh, anywhere from one to two hundred weeks. To be honest, I have no idea how I'm still getting paid to make this show. After all, it is shot on a flip phone, and the only way anyone sees it is when I text it to them. All cool by me, though. Mama is a rolling stone. Wherever I lay my hat is my home, you feel me? Okay, cool. So I guess Peg Blunder lives with us. Indefinitely? Well, at least our foot cheese couches are back. And when you know, I use my foot cheese to make it so. Hooray! Hey, everybody. Why don't we show Peg what we do best and do another story? Hooray! And here is the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Ellery. I'm 12 years old. I live in Michigan. This is my story, the not-so-safe safe. Ah, the end of another long day for the world's most incredible cat burglar, me, Kevin. Now that I'm in bed, I should really go to sleep. But first, I think I'm going to aimlessly scroll through my phone. Okay, let's see. Uh, some funny memes, five toothbrush hacks I won't believe, an email from Dad with the subject line, interesting article, Ooh. and <gasps> what's this? A pop-up ad from spam.com? Hmm, I better click on it. Are you a cat burglar? Why, yes. Are you short on places to hide things? I sure am. Then you need this. The not-so-safe safe. That doesn't sound safe. It's safe. I stand corrected. Click here to purchase. Don't mind if I do. There, purchased. Now let me look at my calendar to see when my next heist is. Ah, tomorrow is the Valuable Book Museum Grand Opening. The perfect opportunity to try out my new safe. <laughs> Aw, cute cat meme. I'm so glad I finally got to get to here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is my great pleasure to welcome you all to the grand opening of the Valuable Book Museum. 
Yes, yes, thank you. We're excited too. Of course, here at the Valuable Book Museum, our mission is to celebrate the historic and cultural value of valuable books. And what better way to honor this mission than with our newest acquisition, this, the most valuable book. Thank you, thank you. I will now open the floor for questions. I have a question. Yes, you, the gentleman with the convincingly realistic mustache. Hello, my name is Kev Vaughn, and uh, I'm from Valuable Books Daily. A quick question. With so many accomplished and handsome cat burglars working in the industry today, how do you plan on keeping the most valuable books safe? Oh, I think you'll find getting past our security system is quite the challenge. Oh, will I? Yes. Wait, what? (gasps) Someone turned off the light! Everyone stay calm. The backup light should come on any second. There! See? Everything is fine. Now, where were we? Ah, yes. We were talking about (gasps) the most valuable book! It's gone! Oh no! The most valuable book is the Valuable Book Museum's most valuable book! We have to find it. But how? We'll find it. Uh Hello, I'm Detective Dickinson, and this is my partner, Detective Dickens. Please, call me Charlie. We're from the Valuable Books Division, and that book is as good as found. Oh, thank goodness. Charlie, let's go. Ah, Kevin, you've done it again. Now to take this book and put it in my safe from Spam.com, where it's sure to be safe. I'll just put in my code. There. Now I'll put the most valuable book inside and close the door. Ah, now that it's secure in my safe, I can go out and enjoy my day without fear of being caught. (laughs) Here I go. Oh, this is a happy montage of Kevin enjoying his day. I did it. Yes, this is a carefree montage, because everything is going his way. And he's only a little bit worried that they'll find out he stole that book. Oh, no. But he's probably just being paranoid. But maybe he should go take a look. I'll just run home for a second. So Kevin cut short this montage. So he could go check on his safe But when he opened up that safe He found out that it's not so safe It was not that safe <gasps> The book, it's gone But how? How long was I out? Well, let me look at my calendar <gasps> Two days? What did I do during that montage? Boy, it was all kind of a blur Who could that be? Yes? Hello, sir. I'm Detective Dickens, and this is my partner, Detective Dickinson. Please, call me Emily. Oh, uh, hello, detectives. Uh, uh, How can I help you? Yes, well, we're investigating the theft of the most valuable book. It was stolen from the Valuable Book Museum two nights ago. You don't say. Why are you asking me? We have reason to believe that you were there at the scene of the crime. That's impossible. I was here all night. Then why do we have a picture of you at the scene of the crime? <laughs> Detectives, that's not me. Sir, this man clearly looks exactly like you. Not exactly, for you see, that man has a realistic-looking mustache, whereas I clearly have none. Oh, 
Ugh, he's got us there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a corn dog in the air Hold fryer. Hold on. What's that on your table? Is that a fake mustache? Huh? This? Uh, no, it's not a fake mustache. Then what is it? It's a fake unibrow. See? Yeah, he got us again. If that'll be all, detectives. Uh... Oh, just one more thing. Last night we were driving around your neighborhood and we noticed a loud party at this very house. May I ask what you were doing last night? Uh, I'm not sure. You see, last night was during the montage, so I can't be certain well, what- Well, here. We took a video outside your house. Maybe this will jog your memory, Kevin. Well, I could be talking about any valuable book. Which I stole from the Valuable Book Museum. Okay, well, if I stole it, then where is it? I keep it in a safe, in the attic. <laughs> Good luck guessing the safe code. <laughs> and the safe code is 9652. 9652. Everybody. 9652-9652-9652-9652. Huh. That montage really got away from me. You're under arrest. But I don't have the book. My safe is empty. We have it right here. <gasps> You're coming with us. Wait, wait. Before I go, I gotta ask one thing. Yeah, what's that? How in the world did you guess my code? Oh, brother. Let's go, buddy. Curse you, Spam.com! Oh, Spam.com makes the not-so-safe safe If someone breaks in, it's probably your fault Hey and... That's it for today's episode Thanks for listening And a huge thanks to today's authors Noah and Ellery Before we go, here's today's story spark Kids, write us a story about a character from your imagination that has a very unusual pet. Tell us all about the unusual pet, what it is, what it does, and what kinds of good things and problems it causes. Most of all, tell us how your character handles their new pet. Does their pet make their life better or weirder? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Rachel Jarofsky, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Mary Holland and Alex Boniella. This episode features performances by PJ Adzema, Eric Austin, Andrew Barbado, Chris Ferry, Lindsay Ford, April Laval, Vanessa Magula, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, 
Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Maddie Wager, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Simbranis. The Boy Who Had a Pet Ice Cube was written by James Harvey and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. The Happy Montage song was written by Peter McNerney and produced by Jack Mitchell. was so nice. I must have slept for like 27 minutes. You know, I never nap for more than 27 minutes during the day because if you do, you're groggy and you can't speak and you're just, it's weird. Plus, I always have this fear that if I nap for too long during the day, I'll wake up and everything will have changed. You know, like, I don't know, for example, like what if while I was napping, the rest of the story pirates were on a, I don't know, reality TV show where they remodeled and did a makeover of the entire ship. And when I woke up, everything was changed. There was all sorts of unfortunate aesthetic decisions, like the foot cheese couches were gone and like nothing smelled like foot cheese anymore. It's silly. I know. I mean, of course, 27 minutes isn't enough time for them to do any real damage. I guess now that my nap's done, I'll just leave my bedroom and make sure nothing changed. (laughs) Okay, just open the door and ah, everything looks exactly the same. (laughs) Lovable mediocrity. We do it right. Except, who's that sleeping on the foot cheese couch? Well, they they look like they fit in, but I do not know this person. Hello? Story Pirates? What did you do?